This is Of Ink and Insight, and I'm Sin, an intuitive creator, mindfulness seeker, and expressive arts coach coming to you from The Snug, my tiny studio in St. Paul, Minnesota. Whether you think of yourself as creative or not, my aim is to clear the way for deep self-inquiry, to help quiet the critical voice and offer you the freedom to grow into an intuitive creative practice that truly nourishes you. I won't tell you all the right ways to write or make your art, but you can always count on me to provide plenty of prompts for experimentation, discovery, and sharing. My own messy writing, contemplative photography, and artwork is proof that courage, freedom, and beauty can be found in the smallest, most ordinary moments. Are you ready for more creative freedom? Then let's begin. I've always thought that writing was a kind of prayer. They say that there are basically four kinds of prayers. I love you. I'm sorry. Help me. And thank you. And I find myself drifting in one of those directions when I sit down to write. Only recently have I brought this awareness into my visual art making as well. And not being a particularly religious person, my creative practice seems to be what offers me the feeling of being connected to something larger than myself. That is, if and when I'm paying attention. About five years ago, I stumbled on a poem by Naomi Shihab Nye called Prayer in My Boot. I'll link to it in the show notes. It's part prayer, part list, and in a big way, it's a reminder to pay attention. I also thought about what it might mean to have a prayer in my boot, and I decided to stick a folded up piece of notebook paper and a small pencil in my coat pocket, so wherever I might go, I'd have a way of making my own list, adding to my own prayer. So not in my boot, but a prayer unfolding in my pocket. And today I thought I'd share what I wrote on that paper over the course of a few weeks back in 2017 and invite you to give it a try. Here's a prayer in my pocket. Enjoy. For the wind no one expected, the one that shook the autumn leaves free, and for the man I saw raking leaves on that windy day, not at all looking frantic, looking quite zen as he pulled the rake in and set it back out again. For the urge I had to yell out my car window to tell him about futility, how there are leaves from down the block making their way to his yard. And for the wisdom to see it wasn't about the leaves at all, 
and for the beauty in the brief glimpse of a man in the grass with a rake and the wind bending and stretching branches over his head. For the pine cones that drop from the blue spruce, for the clover that persists in the front yard, for hydrangeas that bend too far over my driveway, for elderberry and blueberry and huckleberry on my route to work, for the corny Halloween decorations at the office and the bowl of candy corn on the corner of the reception desk, for the sound of the copier, the beep of the front door when it opens, and the smell of someone's frozen lasagna cooking in the microwave at noon, for emails and voicemails and regular old mail, for spreadsheets and project codes and contracts and the faux jade plant on top of the little filing cabinet that reminds me of real plants, that real life is waiting for me at 5 p.m. For the rain this morning, the rain they say will turn to snow by afternoon. For the boots and umbrellas that will adorn the sidewalks, for worms surfacing for one last swim before winter, and for the wrens who will wait for them. For water gathering in the low spots of streets, for drops that speckle the glass on my windows, for the cat sitting on the window ledge looking forlorn, for children stomping or looking for reflections in puddles, for the ones who will see snowflakes gathering on the grass for the first time ever on this day. For the sun that will hide behind the dark clouds but bring on a spread of daylight anyway. For that relentless rotation of the earth we all take for granted, and for this particular place on the path around the sun that isn't summer but isn't winter yet either. For this in-between place where everything is in flux, everything on its way to somewhere else. For dawns and dusks, and how the light makes everything look magical at the beginning and the end, and how magic is harder to find in between. For the courage to close my eyes and trust that waking will return. For the blackest night and the dead quiet of the neighborhood at 3 a.m for moments and hours, for weeks and weekends, for months and seasons that grow into years and years and years. Thanks for listening. Find show notes, additional resources, and a discussion thread for this episode at Of Ink and Insight on Substack. While all the content you find there is self-funded and freely available, you can help support me in this podcast by subscribing at the level that feels right for you. Just one more thing. I want to hear from you. What questions can I answer? What creative challenges can I help you overcome? Is there a guest you'd like me to meet and interview? Get in touch by finding of Ink and Insight on Substack or emailing me at sin at ofinkandinsight.com. I look forward to connecting.